0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 220, Frugal versus Cheap, Part 2, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I am Dan, your host here on Optimal Finance Daily, where we read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And uh, today's post from Mr. Money Mustache is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or browsing around, I'd recommend uh, not starting here, but starting with uh, yesterday's episode before listening to this one that'll help you make sense of today's. Uh, That is episode 219. And really quick, before we get going, today is our last episode of the year, which means this is your last chance to be on our mailing list and be entered into a raffle to win a book from us on January 1st. So to join our weekly newsletter and have a chance to win, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. I will also give you a quick reminder about that at the end of the show. So for now, let's continue yesterday's post as we optimize your life. Frugal versus cheap, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Don't spend on yourself, but don't be afraid to spend on others. When you're on a first date or out with friends, it may be perfectly appropriate to pick up the tab, spontaneously buy pitchers of beer, and otherwise burn off a week's worth of grocery money in four hours, and do it without worrying a bit because you know you can afford it in the long run. If you do it right, you're buying experiences you'll remember for a lifetime and building friendships of similar longevity. The key is in what you do between these lifetime experiences. If you attempt to recreate them in the same way every weekend, you're just building your career as an alcoholic. If you also pamper yourself with iPads, massages, and salon haircuts on the off days, you're just creating a person who needs pampers. So you can selectively spend to capture those fleeting good times, but live more like a Spartan warrior when nobody's around. Make fun of yourself, but don't embarrass others. On a typical day, I can be seen biking around town in a paint-splattered lumberjack shirt, patched jeans, and work boots, pulling a bike trailer full of groceries and or power tools. To me, it feels more showy than a Mercedes because I'm out riding in the sun while everyone else works. But the Mercedes drivers passing me may think I'm an unemployed hooligan. Occasionally, I'll show up at the school to meet my son in this condition, and I find the other parents are dressed in their office worker or doctor or teacher clothing. Nobody seems to care at all, and I get a huge running hug from the boy when I arrive. On the other hand, if I had a teenage daughter giving the valedictorian speech at the high school, I might not show up in my painting clothes. And at a restaurant, I never ask strangers for their leftovers, no matter how yummy they might look. It's because these actions would embarrass others, and so my frugality would be inflicting pain on others even if I enjoyed it myself. It would become cheapness. Use social responsibility as a guide. If you forego German SUV ownership, you're not hurting society. In fact, you're probably helping by eliminating a bunch of mining and fossil fuel burning. On the other hand, if you dump your trash in the forest to avoid paying the city's garbage fees or haggle endlessly with the manager at a big box store to get things for free, you're not helping anyone but yourself. Canceling TV service and taking up the more productive hobby of reading library books is frugal. Saving the same amount of money by voting down property tax funding for your local school system, that's cheap. Physical fitness is a nice substitute for style. As a close companion to the first point about mental conditioning, comes the issue of your physical form. If you're already so confident about yourself that you don't care what the outside world thinks, good for you, you can skip this step. But for the rest of us who could benefit from a reassuring ally in life, solid physical fitness is a nice one. Although it is a form of discrimination, fit people are considered more attractive in our culture, and attractive people get hugely unfair benefits in all areas of life. Dating, business hiring, and promotion and even presidential elections are strongly influenced not just by how competent people are, but also on the pure physical impression they make. You can totally game this system just by giving yourself a generally athletic form. The boost in self-confidence combined with the actual change in how other people view you can create a virtuous circle. You will earn more money even as you confidently get away with more frugal tricks without taking shit from your friends and coworkers. And all this shallow appearance stuff is of course just the icing on the cake of living a longer and more energetic life in general. Artsiness makes cheap stuff cool. My mom is an artist and my younger brother is an indie rock musician. They're creative and eccentric and great, but they don't make a lot of money with that talent. So both of them have scraped by for many years on incomes that most people would consider inadequate. But when you visit them, there's not a sense of cheap deprivation in their homes. Instead, there's just really interesting coolness. Bizarre found objects get adopted and shaped into stylish pieces of artwork. Unsightly nooks in an old brick wall get painted and become chic shelves you wish you had at home. And scribbly drawings and tour posters somehow work just right for the audience. I've seen my brother wearing old thrift store discards and 1980s pinstriped suit pants rock a packed venue of hipsters until tears stream from their eyes. The lesson is that artistic expression is an excellent substitute for using money to be appreciated. Choose wise friends, not vacuous consumer drones. Although these tips are designed to keep you on the good side of society as a whole, you can also fine-tune the crowd with whom you choose to hang. There are still some circles of people caught up hopelessly in consumer lifestyles, those who jet out for trips to the shopping mall between episodes of reality TV shows. But luckily, there are plenty of people who are not like this, and they want to be your friends too. The battle to maintain a better lifestyle will be much easier if you pick the right crowd. So let's draw a line between frugal and cheap. You can be as bad as you want about frugality, and yet you can still shed society's scornful comments about what it means to be cheap, all while being confident that you are doing the right thing. You just listened to part two of the post titled Frugal Versus Cheap by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Great tips there as we head into the new year, and uh, one last time for 2016, We give away books to random people every month on the first of the month, and that is in just two days. So if you wanna have a chance to win, make sure you're on our weekly newsletter email list right now. You can join quickly by texting the word financial to the number 44222. You can also visit online at oldpodcast.com and put your email address in there. Either way works, and uh, once you're in, you'll also get some free extras from us, uh, spreadsheet tools, among other things, Again, just come by oldpodcast.com or text FINANCIAL to the number 44222. Thanks for that and for listening all the way through today. That's gonna do it for this year of Optimal Finance Daily. Believe it or not, it's been a great one. Have a happy new year and I'll see you in 2017 where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily